I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All right, welcome back, everyone, to episode 35 of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. My name is Flo. And I'm Gabe. How the <laughs> hell are you? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good question. <laughs> we have to, I have to apologize because um, for the first time in the history of our podcast, we missed an episode last week. And that was all my fault because uh, I've been sick. Um, not uh, COVID sick. Uh, but I just caught a, a regular flu, <laughs> if that's a, I don't know, or a cold, a cold. Not a, I don't know if that is that the same thing. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I think I caught a cold, and um, I was unable to record an episode last week. I had like like speaking hurt, and I was just down for like a week, and I'm still not quite. 100% yet, but um, I'm definitely well enough to record an episode today. So I apologize for. Um, uh, missing an episode last week, and I'm um, yeah, we're we're back now. Hopefully, this won't happen again uh, soon. <laughs> it had to happen at some point. Yeah, so. I was quite surprised that we made it through um, 34 episodes without any like major hiccups. Dude, yeah, like for eight months we did it without any problems. So that's pretty good. Yeah, we had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah, <laughs> and um, now it's yeah time to give up. No, what the hang up the head? Is uh, that what you said? Hang up the head? Is that even can you is that translatable into English? I know is what you're it, trying to I'm say. Not sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm fine. I'm fine. I had to work quite a bit more than usual this week, but it's fine. I shouldn't complain. People work a whole lot more than me. I'm just lazy. But yeah, other than that, I'm fine. Luckily I'm not sick. Yeah. Which I'm very glad about. Lucky you. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah but yeah i'm fine i'm fine uh what have you you've been doing have you watched anything good since you've been down and home well all of the main topics that i'm going to talk about today i have watched um in preparation for last week's episode yeah so i haven't watched anything new since basically what i've been doing ever since i've been sick is watch friends that's that all i've been great. doing yeah and um <laughs> the best thing I've seen is, is Friends. Have you heard of it? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> this new show. <laughs> you won't believe it. Um, no. So uh, yeah, I've watched a lot of th- a lot of things before for last week's episode, and um, I'm going to talk about them this week. I'll pretend like I uh, I've watched them this week. I guess. Yeah. To be honest, the one pick that I'm going to have for this week is also something that I watched for last week. So okay. Interesting. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think we have a lot of catching up to do. I think we should get just get straight into it. Yeah, sure. Uh, you want to start us off with yeah, uh, sure. an honorable mention? Do you want to just, uh, I mean, we've basically said it now, I guess, but do you want to just give them a quick, uh, for everyone, anyone who's new, just to tell them what this show is about? Of course, yeah. So this is a regular episode of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. And in this week's episode, or during the regular episodes, we talk about the best thing that we've seen all week or in this case, the last two weeks. And yeah, it's something, usually something newer, so 
came out in the last like six months or so. We don't just talk about movies, but also TV shows or YouTube videos at some uh, sometimes even. So yeah, this is our regular episode, and now we're gonna start off with a couple of honorable mentions, and then we're gonna get to the best thing that we've seen all week. Right, and we have no idea what the other one uh, chooses, which is yeah. always the interesting bit for me. <laughs> <laughs> No idea what you are. Have you have you watched a lot of things? Quite a few. For you. Yeah, yeah, I watched. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking stuttering as fuck this week. No, you. Uh, I I've saw, I've seen something amazing this week, with, which I've been looking forward to for quite a while. Okay, and I finally got to watch it. So, yeah. But you say you saw that this week, or is that going to be the pick? No, last week. Okay, okay, I got you, got you, got you. Dude, I'm getting confused with the days, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you're wondering, are they going to talk about The Boys? Which I'm sure maybe one <laughs> person on is going to want to <laughs> Most. I haven't finished season two. We're recording on the day that season two finishes. But I haven't watched a new episode. And we're going to talk about it probably on the... In two weeks' time. Yeah, in two weeks' time. Because next week we're going to have another special episode. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 talk. Well, you'll talk about that in two weeks, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into it. Um, so first of all, let's get out. Let's get the um, the little things out of the way. Ted Lasso is finished, and dude, it's it's honestly an incredible show. Yeah. Um it's got like an eight point seven on IMDb. Dude, that's high. That is incredibly high. Uh, and I like I discovered that like halfway through watching the show that it was like actually like everyone who is like everyone loves the show and it's just um, even people who are not interested in football are seeming seemingly loving it and um, yeah it's really really good and I just want to wanted to mention that we, I talked about it before on one of our episodes and now I think episode ten I think it's either got nine or ten episodes I think it's ten um, was just released uh, last week and. Um, yeah, I mean it's really, really good, and it's yeah, yeah unexpected as well. At the end, uh, some it's got very, very good writing. This one, not even not just the jokes, but just the story itself is very, um, very, very well done. So you're expecting a season two? I would just I would from think the so. reception that yeah, 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 the show has gotten. I would think so. I would All think right. so. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to mention that real quickly, and um, the other thing, like. I know that I missed the sneak preview this week, and I know what you saw. It was the yeah. movie that um, I was expecting to miss. And um, <laughs> were you looking forward to it? Did you want to watch it? Well, are we going to talk about it later? It's not going to be my pick, right? Well, so I'm just going to mention it sure. quickly. It was uh, Baby Teeth, which I think won at the Cannes Film, F- Film Festival, a Venice Film Festival for Best Cinematography or something like that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Exactly right now, but it's a very... It's a very prestigious award. It won the Cinematography Award at the Venice Film Festival. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I saw it uh, before the film started, and I was like, all right, that's yeah. cool. But yeah, 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 yeah. What do you mean anyway, you saw it before the film started? It's in like the opening uh, titles. It said won the oh, interesting. <laughs> award for Best okay. Cinematography. Right. So, yeah, Baby Teeth, it's an Australian film. It's quite an intimate film about a young student what 15 or 16 years old who's got cancer and kind of befriends a drug addict and kind of falls in love with this person and it's about her and her family and her family trying to deal with her sickness and her 
falling madly in love with this kind of drug addict who's like in his early 20s and she's like 15 16 years old and yeah having to deal with that and it's it's a cool film yeah and i kind of like it that they don't just throw exposition at you they never mention she's got cancer openly i think she's gonna slowly slowly reveal just with her taking medication and stuff like that right and really like that uh but I didn't love it just because so many things went unexplained, just characters turning up towards the end of the film without any explanation how they kind of made up or how they suddenly are part of the family or something like that. And it felt kind of sudden, the ending. Had you heard of this film before? I don't think so. Had you heard? Have you heard? Had you heard? Had you heard? That's right, right? <laughs> I don't think so. But the funny <laughs> thing is the uh, protagonist, the main character, she's yeah. played by the actress we've talked about, I think, last episode because or the one before that yeah because she plays in the devil all the time and in sharp objects yes eliza scanlon yeah yeah she's and, the the sister yeah in right both, both and, of those things, yeah. <laughs> yeah and is she ben a sister Mendelsen this as well <laughs> she isn't she's no. she's the lo- uh, only child lonely child <laughs> she's breaking out of her, of yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time yeah but uh, Ben Mendelsohn plays her father, and I'm, I really like him. He's a great actor. I like him too. Yeah, is he good in this as well? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, but I have you. I mean, I guess you've heard of the film before this, but uh, were like hoping to see this film, or what did you hear of it? Well, I heard a lot of good things about it. Okay. A lot of people seem to enjoy that movie, and um, I always had the. Um, well, how do I say this? I always heard it was good, but I was never that interested in it. Just. It didn't uh, uh, pull me in, like from the trailer and whatever. I was, I wasn't like rushing out to see this. And um, now that you say, I mean, if you didn't love it, then I'm not gonna rush out to see it. Even like now, when it, I think this is gonna Just be opinion, released so like at the no, I know, but um, I think this is coming out like at the end of October in in Austrian cinemas. I think. Mm. Um. Yeah, I won't be. I won't be seeing it. I don't think. <laughs> um. But yeah. The, 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 the last week, like the sneak before that, was the one you missed. And I just want to mention yeah. really quickly. Um, the movie that was shown there was The Secret Garden. And I um, I, could, I could, can't tell you anything about this film. It is, uh, <laughs> I, felt, I almost fell asleep a couple of times. It is uh, one of the worst, uh, well, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> one of the worst sneaks in recent months. I have, well, like in, or maybe in the, within the last year. Probably the worst sneak movie that I've seen. Um, yeah, I talked to Maxi. <laughs> yeah, who was there with you uh, last weekend? Yeah, he said about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, well, he he had, he had seen the original. Oh, it's a remake. Yes, and um, I didn't know that until afterwards either. And apparently, the the original is a lot better, which <laughs> isn't surprising. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's about this. I don't even know if I want to get into it. like I had. Like I had trouble uh, <laughs> staying awake and and following the plot, but it's about a a um well, it's about a young girl who sort of discovers that there's a secret garden at the big castle or mansion that she's forced to live at, and um, she sort of escapes there and meets like during the day she always like rushes into the secret garden and um yeah sort of discovers the secrets that lie within and its healing powers and meets friends along the way and you know it's uh 
it's uh, not great. <laughs> it doesn't sound that bad, but who knows? No, but check out the original, I would say, even though I haven't seen it. But if the story is interesting to you, then I would... I would uh, I wouldn't watch the remake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get into and, the good things. Yeah, any other honorable mentions? On well, your yes. Part? I have one more. And um that is a very very recent release um as is my main pick, but I want to talk about Song Exploder. Have you heard of this? No idea, no. So this was released um last Friday on Netflix. All right. By the time you're listening to this like a week before, and it the only reason there's four episodes of this and it's basically sort of artists deconstructing and talking about one of their most famous songs. There's four episodes, and the first one is Alicia Keys. I think the third one is R.E.M. talking about losing my religion. <laughs> the fourth one is uh, Ty Dolla Sign. I don't know him. I think he's a rapper. All right. But the second episode is um, Lin-Manuel Miranda oh, cool. talking about Wait For It from Hamilton. Right, and I have only seen that episode. <laughs> so <laughs> how many four, episodes are there? Four. Just the two. All oh, right, four. Not the four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just listed them. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> I thought like the first couple of things were all in the first episode. Right, right, right. I got you. Sorry. I got you. No, no, it's a fair, it's but, a fair, a fair point. Um, but yeah, it's I only watched the second one because I'm a, as you are, a big Hamilton fan, and I was sort of, I always try to. I'm always interested in in how songs are made. And the thing is that these episodes are only like 25 minutes long, I think. And there were like five to seven minutes in there that were actually interesting to me. (laughs) Because the rest of it was sort of like unnecessary backstory that I I had already known before. And they were like literally only talking about sort of the, the structure of the song for like five to seven minutes. And that part was really interesting, and it sort of um, helps you understand the genius of his songwriting even more because he sort he sort of points out the things that um, you you know, but you know you don't realize how how much work was put into that little specific section or whatever. And he talks about it with the host, who is um, like the whole show is based on a podcast where the same host is now like interviewing them for Netflix. So sort of based on the podcast and now turn into a show and it's Miranda talking to him and also with his um, musical advisor um, I think his name is uh, Lackamore Alex Lackamore I keep mixing up this guy with there's Tommy Kale and then there's Alex Lackamore I think them three are sort of the the three geniuses behind Hamilton right Um, I think it's Alex yeah Alex Lackamore (laughs) Um, really interesting. I think you should, uh, I mean, should is a strong word, but you're interested in Hamilton too. I would recommend the second episode. It's only 25 yeah. minutes. What, what's the show called again? It's called Song Exploder. Song Exploder. All right. Well, I've been listening to Hamilton again and I've been thinking about rewatching it. So that might be, this might be the right time to watch uh, Song Exploder. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps you appreciate the song, wait for it more. <laughs> that's that's basically what it does in 25 minutes pretty cool yeah yeah so let's talk about some of your honorables before we get into the picks yeah i got just two maybe three more honorables one is i just want <laughs> just to talk three about more honorables. Yeah, <laughs> very short one is the uh the social dilemma oh yeah is this your pick no 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 all right yeah i just want to talk about it really short shortly because i don't think it's a good documentary just in how it's built 
and it's got a lot of like those dramatic scenes where people reenact things and they're very over the top and very unnecessary and do not appreciate it right i don't like this in uh, documentaries this is a documentary give me facts show me something but people to kind of sway people's opinions on something by doing this over dramatic impersonation of something right and yeah I don't so like this that. is about this is about like people struggling social with media. social media and yeah, yeah. And the algorithms and how it kind of affects people's lives and yeah it's with a lot of people from the industry uh, for, who worked for twitter facebook whatever and how they kind of thought about what they were implementing on those platforms and how they didn't even think about what the consequence would be and how they kind of see it now right it's it is quite interesting just because we live in this age of social media and i think it's worth checking out for that it's got some cool information from those people and the interviews are kind of interesting but apart from that i don't think it's a well-made documentary okay fair enough i haven't seen it i i thought it was supposed to be good but i'll take your i'll take your word just my opinion yeah always is (laughs) <laughs> that's what we do here <laughs> and the second one is also a documentary which i kind of liked it's a three-part documentary about the new york mafia it's called fear city new york versus the mafia or mafia i have not never heard of this is it netflix as well netflix as well yeah and i i i'm very interested in like this topic of the mafia just because i'm a huge fan of just Godfather, because of your history of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love mafia films and gangster films uh might be one of my favorite genres out there. I love Goodfellas. I love um, The Godfather. I love Donnie Brasco. So many films that I love that fall into that genre. And so I watched this uh, documentary, which, like I said, three parts series about the New York Mafia in the 80s, late 80s, and about how they finally were brought down because they were like at the height of their power and extremely inf- influential and had so much power and yeah, it's about how we're brought down by people, also uh, by Rudy Giuliani, who was a oh, attorney yeah. at that point. Yeah, he's always in everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of hogging the spotlight. Did he yeah. even talk about that? That he was very much there for the spotlight as well. I'm sure he was. <laughs> but it's very interesting just to see that and how big a part it was of the history of New York. And so it's just not like with original footage. It is, and it's about they finally started using the RICO Act, which is you can make people accountable for what people working on them do. So it, that's how they could finally arrest oh. the big bosses. It's the RICO Act. And they kind of started finally using that and tr- started bugging people, so putting microphones everywhere. And they show you some real footage or audio tapings of what the people actually said and how they kind of talk. Right. And quote-unquote natural environment it's very funny because you just see <laughs> just like in the in goodfellas how much they fucking swear even the fbi <laughs> agents that are being interviewed who were responsible for that just said they have never heard so many creative ways the word fuck was used for <laughs> yeah and yeah it's it's very interesting and the last thing which is not a new thing but i just started re-watching a series that i've already finished and I started rewatching just because of Fear City is Sopranos, which is just an amazing show. And I think I think most people have heard of it. It's from the late nineties, early two thousands. It's very, about very, mafia family in very New Jersey. Current pick. <laughs> I know. Like I said, it's not a current thing, but it's just such an amazing show. And I think right, I'll, talk again, I think... I'll talk about friends then. I'll talk about friends then. Talk about Sopranos. Sure, 
No, yeah, it's kidding. a great show. Check it out. <laughs> the two picks this week, The Sopranos and Friends. <laughs> we've recently great discovered shows, them. Yeah, we've recently discovered these. Like, they're brand new. Check them out. Check them out. No, sorry. <laughs> but sorry. Go on. No, no. That's pretty much it. Uh, Is that also on Netflix? Sopranos? No, I, I bought it on Amazon Prime because the seasons were on sale. Gotcha. And like the last season is like kind of was split up in two seasons and it was the normal price was like 50 bucks and now it was 10 bucks instead. And I was like, all right, that's a steal. That's a bargain. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I just want to, um, yeah, I have never, I, f- I think I watched like one episode. It's just, I'm <laughs> just not into that whole mafia thing. As I think ma- a lot of people have tried it. And yeah. No, yeah. I'm not denying the greatness of the show. I mean, I haven't I'm watched enough, but uh, I'm just not in, like, the whole thing that you love, the gangster genre, I'm just not that interested in. Which, uh, fair enough. Yeah, Everybody's right. got their own genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I just want one thing that I forgot to mention. Um, <laughs> have you, <laughs> this is, like, a bit, like, like, it's not, like, current anymore because they've removed it by now, but did you realize um, that um, there was a new, like, highest-rated film on Letterboxd for a couple of days? I didn't know. What was it? It was David F. Sandberg. He's the director of Shazam. Yeah. He's got like a YouTube channel. Very interesting YouTube channel that I can recommend to anyone who's interested in filmmaking because he sort of, he talks about um, like a couple of months after Shazam was released, he actually like explained how they shot certain scenes and how they used tricks that the audience wouldn't necessarily realize or hopefully they wouldn't realize when watching the film. But once he points them out, it, it like makes sense like because there was like one scene that they had to like shoot outside and then I, I can't remember it quite. I, I haven't watched that bit, but it's right. just sort of it tells you the the problems that filmmakers have um, that regular viewers would never think of. If that makes sense. And that was no, the no, most no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that that video that I just mentioned that was like a couple of years ago by now. But right. recently he released a video <laughs> where he um, he flips off the audience for four hours straight so he looks into camera and he like raises both of his arms and he just um points his two middle fingers at the camera for four hours (laughs) and i think it's called i flip you off for four hours and uh i have not seen that video or i hadn't seen that video but a couple of days or weeks later he released a video where he talked about how he made that video because it's just on a constant loop for like 10 seconds he like right. did it for ten seconds, and he then he looped it for four hours. All right, I thought it was actually in front of the camera for like four yeah. hours, flipping well, people off. That's what it looked like when you didn't know the the behind the scenes. Okay. Um, but the original film of him flipping off the audience for four hours, because everyone who watched that um, video is like interested in movies and is on Letterboxd, they logged that film, and it had like a four point eight. Oh wow with like thousands of votes and it was like the highest rated movie which is David Sandberg flipping people off for four hours <laughs> uh, yeah and then Letterboxd removed it a couple of days after but I that thought it was funny that would have been a great pick for the best thing you've seen yeah. all week no it didn't I'm, I'm halfway through <laughs> it's interesting because you, you want to see all of it before you can log it yes because um, well you can't log it anymore they, they yeah right yeah but they he actually like um hid some easter eggs in there in those 4 hours there's like wow. i think after 3 hours there's like a little video of him as a teenager like a, a film that he made back then just like 
inserted like at the three hour mark or whatever. It's just fun, goofy bullshit. But it's I thought <laughs> fun it was for the whole family. Fun for the whole family. Someone flipping you off for four hours. <laughs> Let's talk about my pick. Sure. My the best thing that I've seen this week or recently is a documentary that was released on Netflix as well. Um, called Dick Johnson is Dead. All right. Anything? I don't think I even realized that it's, that was up. <laughs> Dick, Dick Johnson is Dead? <laughs> you hadn't realized? No, um, I didn't see the documentary. I think maybe I skipped through it and didn't pay it any attention. Well, you think you watched it? You think you no, no, like oh. I like saw the thumbnail right, and right, skipped right, right. over it. Well, this was released also like a week ago, and it is about... Well, the, the the documentarian or the filmmaker is mm. Kirsten Johnson. And she decided to make a movie about her father, Dick Johnson, dying. And it's like, um, how do I, how do I best explain this? First of all, it's got a lot of dark humor in this. These, this family like makes, f- it, it, they, they make light of dark situations because they lost um, or she lost her mother due to like she she had Alzheimer's and then before her father died yes all right um so that was obviously a very very tough thing that the the daughter and the the husband went through and um she decided to make a documentary about her dad when she realized that he had symptoms or the first not symptoms of Alzheimer's but he started to forget things basically and then she asked his fa- her father if it was okay if we made a movie together about Dick Johnson dying and basically what they do is she she films him uh, over a span of a couple of years and they enact um various scenes of him dying randomly on the street or whatever like he's just walking around the street and then just the fucking fridge falls on him right right. but it's like you don't necessarily know when these moments are happening because the rest of the documentary is just a regular documentary talk them talking about their lives and them um he's an extraordinary person and he's just so likable even though even with everything that um or because of everything that's going around, going on around him and how he's sort of supportive of his daughter and he wants to make this movie with her. He always wanted to be in a movie and it's sort of like now his his movie. It's a movie about his life and um, then they're just talking then there's a next scene and they're just walking around the street and whatever and then there's a guy who like, uh, you know, uh, slams something into him and he starts bleeding and he's like, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. <laughs> Obviously, very over the top, so you realize it's fake, but uh, it just comes at unexpected times. And I just love the whole, like, how they go about doing these things. It is about, because he is, like, deteriorating mentally mm-hmm. a little bit. He's starting to forget things, and then he, um, like, he, he, he moves in with her because she wants to take care of him. And at times, he, like, gets up at, at night and just walks outside and because he was a um he was a um um shit what's the word um psychiatrist all right and so he uh, got up in the m- middle of the night and sort of walked outside to the living room and expected his patients to be there and he's like i got to get up i got to get dressed because my patients are waiting for me and but obviously like <laughs> i don't know if i need to mention it, but there are no patients like he's just 
um, yeah, yeah. confused. Um, and then in the next morning, she sort of confronts him about it. And he's like, uh, do you remember what you did? Like you got up three times. And he, he's like super lucid at that time. He's like, what, what did I do? No way. And he's like a little bit, he's like laughing about it. But mm-hmm. then again, you realize that he is um, the pain he's going through because he doesn't realize what he's doing and he's sort yeah. of losing control of himself. And it's just the last sort of big scene. I don't want to spoil but there are elements. Um, that, well, uh, towards the end, there's a scene in the church, and that scene, like right up to the very end, is incredible. I was close to close to um, tearing up because it's just <laughs> people appreciating a really, a, 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 I guess, according to this documentary, a really, really genuinely nice and lovable and caring person. And yeah, I would I would recommend this. This is a great documentary, and it's sort of about the bond between the the father and the daughter. But we also get to appreciate just the the delight of a human being that is uh, Dick Johnson. He's really really funny. Dude, that sounds really likeable. sweet. Yeah, check it out. It's only like ninety minutes too. Uh, right. It's a nice uh, crisp documentary that uh, takes turns that. Uh, I didn't expect. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you saying that it's also got this funny element makes me want to watch it more, to be honest, because otherwise yeah. it just, just sounds very depressing. Well, that's the reason why I watched it, because I think yeah. even in the, in the in the synopsis or the, the summary, it says like them dealing with dark humor, like they're using dark humor to deal with the situation. And it's just <laughs> the amount of like extravagant and um, yeah, like over the top uh, scenes that they sort of build into the documentary as i said that his whole death scenes over and over again but there's also like scenes where he's in heaven and he's just enjoying himself and he's he's got like a problem with his feet in real life and then when he's in heaven obviously there's a god and he's sort of pouring holy water over him and then his feet turn healthy and whatever and he's just enjoying the hell out of it but it's obviously like a dream sequence and uh, but they filmed it like on a studio set it's really really it's quite uh original i thought this must have been hard to film especially when he's quite sick at the time yeah well he isn't and once again i don't know actually if he's like i don't think he's as sick as his wife was i don't think he has alzheimer's i don't think he does he's just Mm. sort of deteriorating slowly uh, which i guess is normal I, i i don't quite know if he was i don't think they ever talk about the diagnosis of him of if he is, he has like there's like scenes where he he goes to the doctor and she asks him like memory questions and whatever but i don't think it's ever said that he that he is particularly sick or whatever he's just slowly deteriorating um but yeah what was your question yeah. there sorry what was the last thing you said i lost my train of thought there no i think it just said uh it must have been hard to kind of right. film this while he was uh sick or right kind of having what's the opposite of lucid moments uh confused yeah i guess yeah absolutely but then again what i was trying to say um is he he isn't as sick as for example his wife was he he has these little moments but uh yeah i mean it is obviously tough must have been incredibly tough but yeah i'm sure it's not like he wasn't like you couldn't talk to him if you know what i mean yeah sure sure 
But yeah, that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, check it out. Dick Johnson is dead. I mean, what a Didn't title. expect that. <laughs> What's your pick? Uh, my pick is a film that I think that you've been looking forward to as well. And a film that should have been out in cinemas, but was, I think, released straight to VOD or Video On Demand. It's King of Staten Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've seen this yet, right? No. <laughs> I've been I've been keeping track of it because it's on, but it, it's like it's still like fifteen bucks on Amazon, no? Not anymore. That's why I didn't watch it until now. Now it's only ten bucks to rent right. instead of fifteen. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Sure. I'm in the mood for a comedy, and the thing was a reason why I've been looking forward to this film as well is because, like we talked about many times before, I'm a big Bill Burr fan, and he plays a role in this film, and he's talked about this film on his podcast, saying, "Dude." great film the honest podcast he he's been talking about that he had to grow this mustache this big old mustache for this film yeah and he kind of hated it or his wife was making fun of him because he has this incredibly big (laughs) ridiculously looking mustache in the film (laughs) but yeah dude it's a great film and it's a great comedy and it's got a great cast absolutely you you loved it yeah yeah i really did okay cool and the thing is it's by Judd, uh, Judd Apatow. Yes. Who's done quite a few other cool comedies, more on the ridiculous side of things, most of the time with the 40 year old virgin, or I think Knocked Up, he also did. Yeah. Trainwreck. And, yeah, Trainwreck, right? And the thing is, the cast is also great. It's got Pete Davidson, who's on SNL, Saturday Night Live. And like I said, Bill Burr, Steve Bus- Buscemi. And it's incredibly funny. And it's loosely based on experiences from pete davidson's life yes because when he was quite young his father died he, he was a firefighter he died uh, in the fire during 9 11 yeah. because he was trying to put it out and it's about him being this 20 something fuck up who's just smoking weed and being re- uh, really depressed and he's got the single mom and he's living with her and then she kind of meets a guy bill burr and she meets him because Pete Davidson tattoos his son and his son is like 12 or 10. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and he wants to be a tattoo artist and he just sees this kid on the beach and he's like, come on over, you want a tattoo? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he starts tattooing a little kid. And then his parents, they, well, his mom and Bill Burr kind of start going out and it's about him being not ready for her mom meeting somebody else and being still very much hung up that his dad is dead and very depressed and because it's such a traumatic experience and fittingly enough Bill Burr's character, his mom's new boyfriend is also a firefighter and yeah so Bill Burr kind of tries to kind of bond with him and uh, him being not very receptive to that and it's genuinely touching the story at times, I really love it and because it's such a perfect mixture of serious scenes but also just hilarious i watched this alone at home and i still had to laugh out loud at some points oh, that's which is best. a great endorsement yeah, absolutely and yeah great great film steve, steve Buscemi, like i said also made an appearance and i love steve Buscemi. and thanks to the film i did some research and found out that steve Buscemi was a real life firefighter he also plays a firefighter in this and I read some things about Steve Buscemi, and honestly, I think Steve Buscemi is my new fucking hero. That <laughs> guy seems awesome. I mean, I always loved him as an actor. He just seems like such a great guy as well. 
he's a very but, yeah. interesting guy yeah <laughs> definitely but yeah that's my pick i don't know what else to say i mean yeah it plays in staten island of course and it's about how boring his life is there because it's well it is new york but it's not really new york nothing ever happens in staten island as yeah. they always say and yeah very much recommended like i said it's on amazon prime for 10 bucks to rent now because it's went straight to video on demand instead of cinemas yeah i don't i still don't understand this i think this was like released on amazon prime back in july yeah. or whatever like but like in yeah, in of the july subscription like i don't know why we have to pay for it even though we have amazon prime you know what i mean well because it's instead of the cinema because you kind of have to pay instead of like the movie ticket just like they did with mulan on no but i'm saying in, in america i don't think they have to pay for it i think it was think included in the, was maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong you sure i'm not i'm not sure i actually maybe, think that maybe. they showed it in thin, in cinemas here as well like a couple of months ago or i'm not sure but in like a in those like cinemas a limited that, release yeah i think so interesting but ever since you said like um firefighters and 9-11 and, and yeah. pete davidson have you watched the um the roast of justin bieber where he's one of the roast long where time he, ago where pete davidson is at the roast i don't want to like i don't think so recite his joke but he has a joke about the movie soul plane yeah. and his dad dying at 9 11 it's one of the darkest jokes that i've ever heard it's uh but it's <laughs> uh funny i guess <laughs> what is the joke well i don't know he's, uh, well he talks about like kevin hart and snoop dogg are also on the dais like they're at on the stage mm-hmm. and beforehand he talked about his his father dying at 9 11 being a firefighter and then he talks about like uh, oh two two people from the movie Soul Plane are here Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg Soul Plane was the single worst experience in my life involving a plane or whatever <laughs> see it's not funny but it's funny when he says it <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is <laughs> um, yeah but yeah check out the roast he's a, he's a funny guy <laughs> dude he's a funny guy and yeah he co-wrote King of Staten Island and. Very much worth checking out. And the funny thing is, one of the guys playing a firefighter also plays a firefighter in Modern Family. Right. Fun fact. How Thank about you. that? Thank you. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it's a funny film. And yeah, I think we need to check it out. I want, or I yeah. want to wait till it's like included in the subscription. Right. Right. It could take some some time, but yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah, you never know. But there's like one uh, sorry go on yeah no please go ahead go ahead there's one big film that um is coming out on netflix like uh next week which is i'm not gonna say because it was released in theaters here and when you like limited release that sort of made me think about this and i couldn't watch it because i've been sick like the movie was released on my birthday and um which is like poetic because it's one of the most one of the i, I say it a lot but it is one of the movies that i'm looking forward to when like that I was most excited about this year because obviously now Dune is delayed. Everything yeah, is delayed. For nearly a year, yeah. which is crazy. Which sucks, yeah. But, but I we think have... better than them want to release it on in December and then the cinema's closing down anyway. Yeah. But we have David Fincher's Mank coming out in a month on Netflix. That on was Netflix. always that was always a Netflix production. Oh, cool. Oh, dude. But David Fincher uh has a movie coming out and so does Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. And that, is that movie f- is in theaters now, and I haven't been able to watch it. 
and it's sort but of... that's not the one that came out on your birthday, or is it? Yes, that's the one. Yes, dude. And I, dude. yeah, it, I'm now now like thinking if I should like wait till it comes out on Netflix. I don't, and it doesn't make sense if I talk about it on the podcast before it's like available on Netflix anyway. But ah, I'm super looking forward film. to that. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Let's just look it up. I will definitely be talking about that movie on episode 37. Yeah, dude. And in <laughs> two weeks, I think in exactly two weeks, the new Borat film is going to come out on Prime. <laughs> You'll talk and about I'm that. I'm so excited about that one as well. <laughs> right. So a lot of good things to talk about yeah. uh, in two weeks' time. But obviously next week, we'll be back with another special episode, which is going to be a good one because <laughs> the movies that this or the things that this person has been in... Uh, I know I said a couple of weeks ago when we did the Ryan Gosling special that he had one of the most impressive filmographies, and I stand by that. But the person that we're going to talk about next um, rivals him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, without any question. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, and there's so many things that I have to rewatch. And yeah, you keep saying that. You still haven't watched watch. anything? Uh, I've seen like two things, but right. so many other things that are not on Netflix or on Prime. And I don't know, there have, there have been other things that I've been watching, like king of Staten island etc sure and yeah so many good things well we'll prepare and um i'm sure we'll be ready by next week when we record that uh, that episode yeah um but yeah hopefully this regular episode was interesting it was a jam-packed episode because obviously we missed uh, last week's episode and i'm sorry about that again um but uh yeah hopefully one of the things that we talked about today uh, sort of piqued your interest a lot of good things in my opinion to check out yeah and all available to stream except for Baby Chief. That's right. That's going to be released in a couple of weeks in theaters. Um, yeah. Where can they find us, Gabe? You can find us at home. My address is... Yes, no. <laughs> I've been meaning to know where you're at. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter or on Instagram on a Best Thing Radio. On Twitter, you can see our amazing cover art that Flo does every week, which you can also see on our YouTube channel, which is the best thing we've seen podcast and you can also find it under that name on spotify apple podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts are available so yeah check us out leave us a comment uh, maybe leave us a review on apple podcasts maybe a comment on instagram and yeah we're looking forward to next week's episode thank you very much for listening <laughs> yes <laughs> thanks have a good week <laughs> bye bye